Hello, Judith. Hey, Sonia. Welcome to the Coaches Cup. I am Sonia Green from Sonia Green Coaching. And I am No BS Coach Judith. And today we have a very special guest with us. She's someone who many of you may recognize as Corinne Crabtree's BFF. She is also a certified life coach. And she is someone who I remember meeting April of 2018, I'm thinking. And I remember her coach, seeing her coach, a member of No BS Live and seeing how passionate she was and how purposeful she was to help this member. And so it's with a great pleasure that I get to introduce Miss Jane Pilger to the Coaches Cup podcast. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Judith. Thank you for those those kind words. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Well, Jane, you're going to talk a little bit about the nervous system today. So tell us, kind of throw us into where your interest came from and, and how you connected coaching and the nervous system. Tell us all, all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So Corinne and I went to the life coach school together in 2015 and it was truly a transformational experience. And what Brooke Castillo teaches at the life coach school with the model is, is unbelievable. And the model really is, I think, a key to unlocking so much. You know, we learn that our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings create our actions and our actions create our results. And there's a lot of focus on your thoughts and your thinking and what really uncovering what is, what is the thinking that's going on within your mind? What are those thoughts that you may or may not even be aware of? And how is that thinking really creating your experience of life? And, and it's, it's amazing. And so we went to life coach school together and Corinne and I did, and we had an incredible time. I, my own history is uh, decades of binge eating and through the life coach school and through, um, through a lot of the work that I was doing, I was really able to get my binge eating under control. And I decided that I wanted to coach other women around binge eating. And as I was building my business and kind of doing the things that, you know, you're, we're kind of taught how to do, I was really, I was really very nervous. It really brought up a lot for me and I started binging again. And I was really just like, I don't know. I don't think I'm ready for this. And I really had to just step back from the idea of coaching, you know, kind of building my own business, talking to other people about my binging and really kind of step back from that. And I continued to do some coaching within No BS for Corinne and really talking specifically to the members about binging, but I was still really struggling myself. I thought I had the answer in, you know, no sugar, no flour. And okay, yes, that's the answer, but that was not the answer. And over the last, I would say year or so, year to two years, I've really become much more informed about the nervous system and how our nervous system really is kind of that central component. It really is the, the connection between our brain and our body. And as I really got to learn about the nervous system and I, and I could understand what was happening, I realized that when my nervous system is dysregulated, the, my response is to binge. 
And so I could really just basically understanding the nervous system for me really helped me see my binging in an entirely new way. And so instead of thinking there was something wrong with me, why can't I do this? I know all the things, but I'm not doing them. I was able to really see like, oh, that's why that makes sense. And I was able to really make sense of it and then learn how to work with my nervous system, learn how to really work with my body and my nervous system at the same time. So I really kind of shifted into this working with my body instead of working against my body. Yeah. The trying to control it, trying to change it, trying to, you know, not have these sensations and these urges and these, all of these things, it turned into really more being able to work with it. And so through that lens, then everything changed for me. And I told Corinne, like, I have got to like, I want to teach more people. I want to talk to more people about this. And so through her program, I developed through her membership, I developed a, a, a course called trusting your body that really brings in the components of the nervous system, how that relates to binging and, um, and that whole process was so remarkable And then I finally got to the place where I felt like, you know what, I feel like now I'm in this place where I'm grounded enough, my nervous system feels safe enough, that now I do feel ready to go out and build that business and do the coaching and, you know, impact more lives that I think I just wasn't, I just wasn't really ready or in a place to do before. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's where I am. Awesome. So what does the nervous system have to do? It connects your brain with your body, but yeah. what does that mean for us? Yeah. So I really like to talk in kind of general terms. I mean, we could get into all the kind of technical terms, but at the end of the day, that doesn't really matter. But the nervous system really is the connection between your brain and your body. So it's constantly sending signals from your brain to your body. And there's generally within, um, Uh, There is a a person, Stephen Porges, who has uh, pioneered polyvagal theory. And polyvagal theory really shows us that there are kind of three primary states of the nervous system. And as I describe these states, think about for yourself how, and anybody can think for themselves, oh yeah, I know that state. So we have the, um, the sympathetic state, the sympathetic state is a state that is highly energized. So it's kind of like, um, you might feel a lot of anxiety. You might feel fear. You might feel worry. It's kind of like that buzzy. Um, there's a lot of energy. It's also kind of like that fight or fight fight or flight place where there's a lot going on is kind of the higher energy. Then you've got kind of in the middle, um, you have the, it's, it's called the, the ventral state. And this is where um, I like to call it home base. It's where you feel like you, like you can be at home with yourself, with your experiences in your body. And then below that is what's called the dorsal state. And this is more of like the, um, the, if you've got fight and flight up above the, then below in that dorsal state, it's more of the freeze response. So this is going to be where you might feel depressed, hopeless, um, despair, uh, those types of what's that 
Lonely. Lonely. Yes, absolutely. Very low energy in the dorsal state. So you can kind of picture you've got your home base in the middle. This, this area is also um, known as the window of tolerance. And then above it, you have that more activated fight or flight. And then below is more of that freeze response. And so if we can kind of understand where, so, so both, so Sonia and Judith, are you, can you think about, as I describe these, can you think about, oh yeah, I know, like I can at least recognize that there are times when I'm in either that high energy, more home base or low energy place. Oh yeah. Oh. 100% for the win. Yeah. And so here's what happens is that we often think when we find ourselves, what's important to know is that the, the, the higher and the lower energy states. So that, you know, that the kind of, um, fully energized, that sympathetic state, that fight or flight state and the more dorsal state, that's the more freeze response. Those are actually survival states. So when we're in one of those states, our brain, our, so our brain has three jobs. It is to seek pleasure, to avoid pain, and to use as little energy as possible. That's kind of the three primary roles or actions of the brain. Now it's very number one job is just stay alive, right? And so when it feels like for whatever reason, it is being threatened, it's going to go into one of those two responses. So either that super high activated response, fight or flight, or that low dorsal kind of shutdown response. And And yeah, go ahead. I was just going to interject here. I think it's important to, to note that when we feel threatened, it's the, with the caveman brain and that the threat can come in the form of an email. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Or being asked a question in a team meeting or, you know, that in those moments, the threat can just be those everyday type of things. It's like, it's a perceived threat. So whether it's truly a threat or not, doesn't really matter. And that's why it's kind of like, I don't understand why we might think, I don't understand why I'm reacting the way that I am. Like, logically, I know that this is not that big of a deal, but the, the caveman brain is not that survival brain. There's no logic going on. And what's really important to remember is that when we're in that survival response, either way, whether we're in that high energy or we're in the low energy response, our, we don't even have access to the logical part of our brain, that prefrontal cortex that makes the decisions and, you know, makes our plans and has our goals and, you know, all of the things. And so, so many times when we say like, I know what to do. I just keep not doing it. Well, sometimes we are not doing the thing because we're literally in our survival response. And that logical brain just isn't even, it's just not even available. It's not even on board. So we get so mad at ourselves, but Mm -hmm. our brain's actually working exactly as it's intended. And so what's beautiful to really understand is like, oh, okay. Number one, the, the nervous system and the state of your nervous system is just a state. It's not you. So Judith, you talk a lot about your anxiety, right? So the anxiety is more the state 
of your nervous system. It is not Judith Mm -hmm. is anxious. It's not you personally. It's more the state of your nervous system. Right. And that for me, I never knew, right. That I had to figure out that I had a manual on how to drive my body because that's, I was telling you as we were briefly pre-gaming, like, I know I'm pretty kick-ass. Like I can do things. That's why I was so conflicted and all like all this snowball of a problem with me inter- interacting with Corinne and the story I told myself, which by the way, I finally come to the conclusion was I was just dig- dysregulated when I met her. It was not even really her. I was just already there. Yeah. But yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's another really important thing is that each one of us, so we naturally are going, all of us are always going to spend time in all three states. So right. there's no, there is no perfect world where we are only in home base and we never, you know, go into fight or flight or we never go into shutdown. That just doesn't exist. We're always going to be kind of going between all of the states, but our bodies generally kind of learn that they each body has really its own preference of where it kind of likes to be within the nervous system. And this is really based upon your past, past experiences, um, how you were raised, how you were talked to, how you then start talking to yourself is going to inform where your body likes to kind of live in its nervous system. So Judith, you in the past have spent way more time up in that kind of activated state. And what happens is a lot of us, it's kind of like the body just that becomes more of the normal. Yeah. Yeah. So I like to think of it as like, um, like, like a thermostat. So, you know, you kind of, everybody has their kind of comfortable temperature. This is what I like to, you know, set my temperature gauge at home. And so, you know, that 72 to 74 degrees is kind of where we're comfortable. And if it starts getting a little bit warmer, we might want to adjust. If it starts getting colder, we might want to adjust. And the same thing happens for our nervous system where we spend the most amount of time, our body actually gets used to being there. And so that's why when, you know, if somebody is more of that high energy, so the high energy that's going to show up as, um, somebody who is constantly doing, uh, has a hard time sitting down, slowing down constantly, like working, working, working. Maybe it's always, you know, checking the to-do list or whatever. It can show up that way. It could show up as ruminating, constantly worrying, thinking about what might happen. Um, it's, there's a, just a lot of kind of buzzy energy, um, around that. And so that if, if that's where you're used to, if you're, when you start kind of becoming aware of your nervous system and and trying to work with your nervous system, you, it can feel very, um, weird and very almost unsettling when you try to slow down because you're used to being at this very high kind of high energy place. So you get used to it, but the beauty of the brain and neuroplasticity is that we can we can adjust and we can, we can really train ourselves within our nervous system to be able to spend more time in that home base. We can expand our home base. There's all kinds of things that we can do with the nervous system. But the first part of it is really just understanding 
what the nervous system is. We each have our own unique nervous system. There is no good or bad nervous system. It's just, this is how I'm wired. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of how my body, this is the state that my body currently prefers to be in, but it's malleable. It is changeable, but it's not, it's not a switch. But what happens is we can get stuck. We can get stuck in the certain places. We can get stuck up above. We can get stuck below. Then for those of us who spend a lot of time up above, we, um, we end up going to behaviors to try to bring us down. So for me and for a lot of people, it's food. Maybe it's food. Maybe it's alcohol. Maybe it's shopping. Maybe it's, you know, whatever to kind of like bring that energy down. And we learn, we kind of teach ourselves, many of us, for those of us who, you know, started using food to try to regulate our nervous system, it's kind of a a really a brilliant thing that we figured out for ourselves that the food can kind of like, it, it does, it does bring you down, but it brings you down, particularly if you're eating in massive quantities, like in a binge it's going to bring you down all the way below. Then you end up in that dorsal place, that shutdown, that shame, that hopelessness, that despair. Hmm. You know, as I hear you saying that I'm, you know, at some point in my twenties, and I think back on this about, you know, I had, I, I'd had a miscarriage and was seeking professional help and they put me on lithium Right. And when I, right, I know I'm like senior and I think about the nervous system now and who I am and how, what could have been just a dysregulated nervous system that, that this was the course of action and and this, and I'm sharing this in hopes that other people, that someone may be listening and just questioning, could it be my nervous system? Could this be just, was I just having highs and lows and not able to regulate myself and a doctor doing his best, I'm sure it wasn't with malicious intent, but um, just questioning. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's so interesting. I actually, I actually found Corinne in 2008. It was February of 2008. And I had actually just had a miscarriage and I was binging like crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was just, you know, at su- I was at such a low point and um, that's uh that was really part of the, the impetus of, of me, of me finding Corinne. So that is so interesting to hear. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know where it is that your body likes to be? It's a great question. I think for anybody who's really just kind of, um, for anybody who's just learning this or is like, wow, I don't, I, I, this is all new to me. What I encourage that you do to begin with is just start to ask yourself like, okay, if I can just picture, uh, I can kind of picture three zones, right? I can picture this middle zone that I call home base. Then I can picture this more, activated energy place. And I can picture this more below kind of shutdown place. What I recommend that people do is you can take out a piece of paper. You can like even draw your, you can draw three zones and you can just start to write what, what do I think, you know, what shows up for me in when I'm in that more highly activated, where, how do I know that I'm in that home base place? How do I know that I'm more in that shutdown? And I like to do it both with emotions as well as 
actions? Kind of how do I know, like what are just kind of the, the signs that I'm in one of these places? And so the high activation is going to be like um, fear, anxiety, worry, um, those types of things are going to show up up above, mm-hmm. um, in the, in the middle, in that home base is going to be more, um, focused, connected where, where you're able to, um, think about your goals, follow through with whatever, you know, things you're wanting to do with yourself, growth, growth. We can only grow when we're in that middle zone. So that's going to be more of the place where you actually feel connected with yourself, with your experience, with, you know, kind of the goals, the things you want to do. I think, oh, sorry. I want yeah, to go ahead. Yes, please. But when I hear you say that as someone who experienced, you know, anxiety last year, it, you know, the state in the steady state of anxiety, where that's where thought work is not helpful. I could not thought work my way out of my nervous system. And I was aware of it. I was telling everyone I could like, cause they're like, like you said, journal, are you journaling? Yes. I'm like, the last thing I want to do is yes. sit still with a pen. But as a coach, I was of course being mindful that I was judging myself and thinking I should be, and this should be working. And you know, yes, yes. I'm, yes. I'm so glad that you said that because We really only have, like I said before, right? We only have access to that logical thinking brain, the prefrontal cortex. We only have access when we're in the middle zone, when we're in home base. And so when you're above home base, when you're in that like, like buzzy, anxious, uh, you know, like you want to go eat all the food or drink all the wine, or, you know, just watch all the, you know, like worry about, think about all the the potential places your kids might be right now or whatever. Right. When you're in that place, sitting down and, you know, journaling, it's not available to you. It's, it's just, and that's why, you know, there, there is a limitation on thought work. Thought work is brilliant when you're in that middle zone. And so doing thought work kind of in the, when you're reflecting back, when you're in a place where you are more connected, having more of that kind of like practice of journaling, when you are with your coffee, when you're in a very safe place, when you're feeling all of those things, like that is beautiful, amazing work that you can do. But when you are in it, there's just parts of your brain that, that are not accessible, but that doesn't mean you're hopeless and you're just going to go do the thing, no matter what, there are just other things that you're going to want to do rather than, you know, pick up a pen and try to say, what am I thinking right now? Let me just change that thought. And it's going to change everything. Yeah. Yeah. Jane, we're about out of time today, but we would love to continue this discussion and maybe we can talk about some of those things that we can do to move from the dysregulation to a more regulated system. I think that sounds amazing. I do want to just finish up with, I feel like I didn't fully answer the question you were asking about um, with the, just kind of like identifying the, how to identify maybe even where you are or like how, how, where, what part of like what state you spend in more. So just to kind of wrap up that answer, 
So when you're below, that's going to look more like your depression, your hopelessness, you're just on the couch watching Netflix, you're in bed, maybe you're sleeping a lot, those types of things, that's going to be more of the lower. So when you're trying to evaluate what state does my body like to be in more, when you can kind of identify, okay, what are the things that I do in those areas is going to be different for each of us. Then you can kind of just say like, okay, well, if I look at a piece, you know, like a piece of pie, a hundred percent, how, what sort of percentage do I think I spend in any one of these? And so that is just a great way to kind of just gain awareness of right now where your body um, likes to be in its the state of its nervous system. So, yeah. Thank you. That's awesome. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I, I speculate that I spend more time up in that anxious state, the, mm-hmm. but not, it's funny because not in the way that Judith does. Mm. Well, it's interesting. So I've learned my trigger is when I'm pushing myself that gets me like over the top into, into, the hijacked brain where I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it, I'm pretty useless to myself anyway, but I'm so much more aware of that now and able to recognize the cues right away of that. I'm pushing or thinking I should be doing more or working harder. You know, those, that type of language can get the heart going. And then the interoception starts happening and I can, woo. One of the things we can talk about when we continue this conversation is what some of those differences, like um, Judith was talking about in the last podcast about anxiety, she was talking about, you know, kind of where there's like the differences where you have that anxiety that kind of comes up. Uh, comes up for all of us, right? That you can kind of work with. And then you have more of the anxiety that's kind of like that debilitating, like, I can't do anything. And so we can talk about how both of those like fit within your nervous system. Awesome. I I'm excited about that. All right. Well, Jane, for anybody listening, tell them how you can, how they can reach you if they're interested in reaching out to you for coaching. Yeah, absolutely. So my website is janepilger.com. It's uh, spelled just like it sounds. And uh, you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram, both at Jane Pilger Coaching. Awesome. You can find me at sonyagreencoaching.com or on Instagram at sonya, S-O-N-Y-A underscore green coaching. And you can find me at the no BS weight loss program and on Instagram, just Judy, J U S T J U D I E. And you can find us of course at the coaches cup on Facebook. And so we would love some feedback. What do you think about this topic? How do you experience, mm. how does your, your body uh, experience anxiety and where on that, where on that scale are you? So we will be back next week. And until then, thanks so much, Jane. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.